Yes, hello, hi. What's going on? It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. And there are three things I think you need uh, to know. Number one, Iranian sanctions are now in place and they are... They are literally destroying the economy of Iran even worse than it already is. And the president tweeted this morning he only wants world peace. It's as simple as that. And Iran, well, they, they're struggling. They are struggling. Oh, boy. Uh, we'll get into what these, uh, these are doing. And don't, well, Europe, Europe, they're trying to... They're, this is going to damage our relations, really. So European countries would rather do business with a... Well, the largest state sponsor of terrorism than the United States of America, which is the largest economy in the world? I don't think so. But whatever. Everyone's a genius, right? Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know, some uh, big elections, apparently, according to the media, so I don't know how big they really are, but this is it. How many times have you heard of these special elections being the bellwether, right? This is the one that's going to decide the midterm. Really? Really? So you have uh, elections going on in Ohio. That's the media saying this is, you know, to me, part of me is that the media just wants you to pay attention that much more. This is it. This is it. Yep. The, uh, so there's going to be a, a big special election, according to the media, in Ohio. There's another one in Michigan in a primary there. And All right. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but the media is making a big deal of it, which I don't know. You know, that to me now, I should always, I should start thinking, eh, maybe we shouldn't make that big of a deal of it. Third thing I think you need to know. Uh, the Tucson City Council, keeping their eye on the prize, of course. Police, uh, police, very, uh, very under um, understaffed. Horrible, horrible, horrible morale. Uh, roads still not good. Business, business still not booming like it should. You can say downtown has some things. I, I, I gotcha. <clears throat> How many times do you pass a whole bunch of empty buildings in Tucson? Anyway, uh, keeping their finger on the pulse, the Tucson City Council is thinking of uh, changing. The age to buy cigarettes and e-cigarettes from 18 to 21. Yes, 18 to 21, because, again, that's what everybody wants to do, right? And we'll, we'll play soundbites the next hour, because they're they're epically stupid. Councilman Paul Durham is all about this. Garrett, how can you be against this? He's he's trying to save the kids. I just I just don't understand, Garrett. I, don't they have parents? Well, that's one thing. That's a great point there. <laughs> I always think that when I hear this stuff. Your parents are named Tucson City Council. So so you have this. So, oh, this is just terrible. We, oh. Uh, so apparently Paul Durham cares about 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. But screw the 21, 22, 23, 24, and 25-year-olds. Huh? 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 Uh, he also made a point of, you know, schools are all about this. Because they, they, they need help to keep cigarettes out. Last time I checked, mostly people are under the age of 18. In schools. So if 15-year-olds can get their hands on cigarettes when the age to buy is 18, what's going to stop them when it's 21? Fire extinguishers. We're going to invest in fire extinguishers, and when you see them out there smoking, shoot them! Sh- right with the, the fire extinguisher. Right in the face. Well, you don't understand. They have some some seniors that are 18. They get them cigs. And, uh-huh. 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 So anyway, we'll, we'll get into that, how they're going to pay for all this. It's... It's so hilarious. It's so hilarious. It's 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 like a great analogy or great metaphor, I should say, as to why uh, Tucson is unfortunately broke. It's the stupid way of thinking. But again, repeat after me. Okay. 
It feels good. It feels. I'm making a difference. Good. I'm making a difference. I'm making a in difference. In the lives of younger people. In the lives of younger people. Instead of telling them to get their crap together. Instead of telling them to get their crap together. And, don't, and, and, and just don't expect the world to be handed to you on a civil, silver platter. Go get a damn job. Stop being stupid. Pull up your damn pants. Instead, I'll try to make it hard for you to buy cigarettes, and I'm doing my part. I can't remember all that. That's okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll have more fun with that in the next hour of the show. And by the way, uh, this Paul Durham guy, he's a councilman. He is more than welcome to call in. Listen, this show is huge. It's grown by leaps and bounds. They all listen. They all do. They have no way to answer any of this crap. No, it, again, it feels good. It's the job of this, the city government to take away freedom. But it's a freedom to buy bad things. They ban it. Ban it all. Why stop at 21? Ban everything. Why are they do why is this guy an age discriminator? I'll do I'll do it more in the next hour. More in the next hour. <clears throat> because we have some other stuff. This is gold. This is gold, Jerry. This is gold. Trump election derangement syndrome. Everybody else can call it Trump derangement syndrome. I, I nicknamed it right away. Trump election derangement syndrome. The Teds. You know, we have all this violence that's going on. It's it's out there. All these crazy things. The you know the socialist movement in the Democratic Party. It's I mean it's really insane, right? And I don't know if you did, if you saw. I don't know if Bruce talked about it last week. The study that came out saying that if Medicare for all would cost thirty two plus trillion dollars. No. Yes, thirty two plus trillion dollars. I think it was thirty two six. You know, people think that Medicare for all it's like free. I mean, my parents are on Medicare. My in-laws are on Medicare. They pay a premium every single month. There are things called supplemental plans to cover costs. That because not everything's covered, but they think, oh, it's just, you know, you walk right in and it's beautiful. Really smart people. Really smart. Anyway, uh, just when you thought that maybe that was like the most insane thing ever. No, 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 no. Rosie O'Donnell has reared her ugly head. And it pains me that she's from my hometown of Comac. It pained me to roll this in this morning. We have several, but one is better than the rest. You know which one I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, one is so far. I mean, I've never heard this before. Out of all the crazy things said, I've never heard this before. Now, Rosie, why is Rosie O'Donnell back in the swing of things, even though there's not really a swing big enough for Rosie O'Donnell? Um, it's because I mean, th- this is what. This is what insane people do. Uh, they, she, she, apparently for twenty-two straight nights, has stood out with a group of people outside of the White House singing in protest of Donald Trump. Twenty-two. That's what sane people do. What are they singing? Like you know some uh, um, Beyonce songs. They sang. Uh, they warmed up with America the Beautiful. They sang some show tunes. Do you hear the people sing from Les Miserables? Uh, Let the sun shine in from Hair. Climb every mountain from the sound of music. I mean, it's just, it's all there, right? It's its all there. Do you want to build a snowman? <clears throat> uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <clears throat> I don't, I don't. Uh, then they chanted, lock him up, which I believe that was actually originally lock her up, but whatever. I and mean, get your own chant, Rosie. Uh, Putin's puppet, Putin's puppet. They're just, they're singing every night just to try to, uh, as if it's keeping Trump awake. I don't, 
She said to the crowd, let the president know in no uncertain terms that we are alive, awake, and we are woke. Woke. That's important. Yeah. You think he mm. laughs himself to sleep? <laughs> He's up there. Hey, Melania, look, they're doing it again. He's like, I own buildings and I charge people rent. The great thing is I'm in these people's heads rent free, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Got to figure out how to charge them. So this, this is something I have not heard before. Uh, number 31, Rosie on with Chris Cuomo, whose brother is the wacky governor of New York that uh, that is saying ICE is terrible and... Uh, he has released all kinds of illegal aliens from prison and things like that and blah, 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 blah. Um, sex offenders, we talked about a few weeks ago. He's trying because he's competing against the sex in the city nut job, Cynthia Nixon. So here is Rosie O'Donnell, right? Here's Rosie O'Donnell on Chris Cuomo's show with something I've never heard before, but might launch her into the uppermost stratosphere of insane when it comes to the Teds. Here we go. He's bad because he doesn't know how to inspire people or evoke that emotion in them of what of about his rallies? knowing and. There, first of all, people are paid, Chris. You know that. People oh. were paid since he went down on the escalator. Really? He pays people to show up at right, those but rallies. I don't that know that that's, but I don't know that that's why he gets tens of thousands at the rallies. I think he ca- captures Ooh. a but lot of emotion for people. he doesn't get tens of thousands. Um, when did he get tens of thousands at the last rally? A lot of these rally? Rally. Tell me why. Well, no, not at the, at the Tampa. I think they only had 9,000 seats and there were uh. people outside. But, Rosie, I've seen them. He gets big groups of people who come out. He, re- he gives themes that resonate, whether they're positive paid, or not. Chris? That's up to other people to decide. Paid? Maybe but some Chris, are. I don't are know. I can't. Paid? I don't have the facts she that said they were. his crowds <clears throat> are bought off. You can I don't have on, that. You can look at... Well, you can look at all the requests for extras to come and cheer and with signs for him. You can find what? those tangible what? pieces of evidence. Where are they? He, those are not real rallies. Where, where are they? Where are those tangible pieces of evidence? Where are they? Um, the other side is the one that gets paid. We see it all the time. We've actually looked at the ads on Craigslist. We've we've copied and pasted. We put links up on our page at knst.com. We've done all that stuff, right? We've done all that stuff. So it's uh, it's it's just this. It's nuts. She throws this out there. He's he's paying people to show up. Well, I went to his rally in Tucson three years ago. I didn't get paid. I liked it when he came down the escalator. I haven't gotten my check. Yeah. Well, what? This random thing she paid. You know it's bad when even on CNN, which hates Trump like more than any, even more than MSNBC, they're like, no, actually, we don't know that he's getting. He's paying people, and then she's like, but don't you have the evidence? He's paying. Then she starts questioning herself within the same minute of the soundbite. That is awesome. That is awesome. Oh, I have more Rosie. Don't you worry about that. Uh, we also have to get to in the next hour. Um, and I never talk about these things, but I happen to just be on the local newspaper's website and, and what caught my eye was an op-ed and I was like, that can't be good. That can't be good. And I was right about it. There's an op-ed in the local newspaper that was written by somebody that's on the daily star editorial board that is just flat out racist. Flat out racist. So we get to that. You could comment about Rosie. I have more Rosie. Apparently, she is so insane, she thinks Trump pays people to show up at the rallies where there's thousands left over outside. <laughs> there's you could these are tangible pieces of evidence. I have yet to find them, but they're tangible, and somebody must have them somewhere. Um, you know what I was waiting for her to say? There are Russians. All those people at the rallies are Russians. It's obvious. They're just Russians.
624. We'll continue in Ford's Canesty. KNST has your shot at a trip to Our iHeart Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword LUCKY to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info, standard data, and message rate supply. That's LUCKY to 200-200. Make the money. 631. How's it going? Neil smiles about over there. uh, Because my friend sent me a funny text message about my voice sounding like a particular body part. Sounds better than yesterday, doesn't it? Well, shut up. It's funny. But he set himself up, so I'll have to text him back during the break. Uh, It's going to be hot today again, which is a big surprise. It's not fake news. What's the point, right? It's going to be hot. Is there anything else you need to know? There's a chance of rain. It's going to be hot. It's the story of our lives now until October. For the most part, right? If it rains where you're at. 105 scattered thunderstorms. 105 scattered thunderstorms. 81. Now, tomorrow, we're supposed to now all of a sudden hit a, a, a stretch where we're not going to be in the hundreds. Gretzky tomorrow, mid-90s through next week, maybe even low-90s by next Wednesday, but that all change. Anyway, before, I, uh, before we go to break, I want you to hear one more Rosie O'Donnell. One more Rosie. Because this is, uh, this is awesome. Let's do number, uh, let's number 32, because she's very smart. After she says that, apparently people get paid to go to the Trump rallies. Which, again, is, I mean, that's why she fit in on The View. She, nothing but crazy people on The View. Uh, listen to what else she said. Uh, this is on MSNBC. Here we go. He's a horrible, horrible human with mm. no soul, and he has a very serious mental no disorder. Very there serious. are so many psychiatrists yeah. who are trying to get out the duty to warn. They wrote a book. So many. This guy is in no means mentally stable enough mm. to run this country, and he should be impeached, and every congressman who hasn't filed those articles should lose their job. I mean, just insane. I, I love it. I'm laughing so hard. Because these people are going more nuts every single day. Impeached because what? Because you think he's insane? Because some Democrat psychologist claim without examining him, which is, isn't it against the Hippocratic Oath to like try to diagnose someone without actually diagnosing them? And they claim that he's insane. And apparently because you don't like what he's doing, he should be impeached. It's not a high crime or a misdemeanor. Uh, giving the biggest state sponsor of terror, Iran, Billions of dollars in the ability to make nuclear weapons, which is what Obama did. It's a little bit more insane to me, but what do I know? Dude, this is just hilarious. Again, this is not going to help the blue wave. I'm sorry. This, this is, it's not. This is the best they have. So good. So flipping good. Uh, apparently, uh, Hollywood striking back against Trump. You got to hear what they're going to do to him uh, this time, which is, which is really awesome. They, uh, yes, they are, they are trying to attack him in a way that will have literally zero effect on him, but... I'll tell you about that coming up. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I could even tell you a couple of details of the Iranian sanctions. You'll like them. You'll like them. That's coming up. Don't go anywhere right now on KNST. It's Fox. More thrills than navigating through a minefield of potholes on a Tucson street. Or at least you'll be just as pissed as hitting every pothole on a Tucson street. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, uh, yes. Now I'm getting these uh, messages. Clarissa. Darn, I went to Trump's rally in February in Phoenix. Where's my check? I know. I know. Well, first and foremost, we know that Don only pays cash. <laughs> Is that what Michael Cohen said? Yes. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the Trumpster has reinstated sanctions on Iran. Um, those doing business with Iran will not doing biz- will not be in business with America. So 
It is on. He is squeezing them. Uh, he called them the most biting sanctions ever imposed. And in November, they'll ratchet up to yet another level. He said he's asking for world peace, nothing less. Good. Second thing that I think you need uh, to know, and I'm bumming this up to number two. I think it's that good. Uh, the city of Tucson is thinking about upping the uh, smoking age the uh, from 18 to 21 to buy cigarettes and e-cigarettes and that kind of stuff because they want to be your daddy or these kids' daddies. They want you. They don't want you to be the daddy. They want them to be the daddy. Yep, that's what's going on. Third thing, I think you need to know uh, a couple of big elections going on, the biggest according to the media, uh, in Ohio, where uh, it was a Republican stronghold, but now it's neck and neck. And apparently, if uh, it goes to the Democrats, it means everybody across America is going to vote Democrat uh, come November in the midterms. Three things I think you need to know. It's what they said. They also said Trump had no chance. So whatever, you know, every time the Republicans win a special election, they stop talking about it. Every time Democrats win, this means Trump is being rejected. So there's that, which is nice. <clears throat> um, yes, yeah, so I have, by the way, I have the video of Rosie O'Donnell claiming that uh, Trump pays people to go to rallies. It's on my page at KNSD.com. They're crazy people, literally crazy people. That's it. So uh, they are, they're crazy. So in West Hollywood, they have the Hollywood Walk of Fame, right? And you know, Trump, all they have. we have, well, <laughs> they have some crazy stuff there. Um, men in <clears throat> list chaps. So they have that. So uh, Trump has a star there. And it keeps getting destroyed. We played the audio. It was a couple of weeks ago. People, you know, cheering around it that it was destroyed and they hate Trump and they don't know why, but he's racist. So apparently... West Hollywood was claiming that they're just sick and tired of having to fix it. But it's, that's not really it at all, though. Um, they just hate Trump. So the West Hollywood City Council unanimously passed a resolution asking the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce to remove Donald Trump's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They have a guy that was a celebrity, that is a celebrity and happens to be the president, and they hate him so much, they're like, we just don't like it. We're offended. Get it out. Get it out. Uh, remember, this is the same city that honored Stormy Daniels with the key to the city for a day. At a porn store. Yeah, the uh, the mayor showed up at a porn store to give Stormy Daniels the, the key. Does it unlock the, the belt? I was I was thinking of the shape of the key, but that's just <clears throat> that's just me. And he's like, Stormy, I have to insert the key to Anyway. So uh the West bad the west hollywood city council didn't pass the resolution because trump is a conservative or republican said west hollywood mayor pro tem john d'amico but this is the, that's the guy i believe that uh was actually in some a big scandal because he was uh sexually assaulting uh, uh somebody that worked for him so you know nice guy uh earning a star on the hollywood walk of fame is an honor when one belittles and attacks minorities immigrants People with disabilities or women, the honor no longer exists. All right. Uh, this resolution came after 24-year-old Austin Clay of Glendale, California, was charged in Los Angeles with one felony count of vandalism for allegedly smashing the president's star. All right. So we have that. Uh, before that, it was vandalized by James Otis with a sledgehammer and a pickaxe days before the November election, November 2016 election. So that that's that's nice, right? Now, what's funny. 
again, talk about violence and stuff like that. Um, the guy that did it, what was James Otis, who first vandalized it, described himself as a Bernie Democrat in an interview with the Los Angeles Daily News. Again, violence, right? Violence. Who's the ones always committing the violence? It's them. It's them. Right? So, uh, he decided to to do that. Now, let me ask you a question. Oh, yeah, it was Chi-Chi LaRue's. That was the name of the porn store. Where about 100 people showed up and chanted, Stormy, Stormy. Um, and gave her the key to the city shaped as a... Uh, <clears throat> I'm just making that up. That's I, I, I think it'd be funny if it was shaped as something other than a key, but... It's just my sick sense of humor. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's... Not, oh, yeah, sorry. Mayor Duran. So you have a pro-tem mayor. I apologize. Mayor Duran is the one facing or faced sexual harassment claims leading the city of West Hollywood to pay out a half million dollars on his behalf in 2016. So let me ask you this. Do you know whose uh, star is like Caddy Corner? Like down one? Like Southwest. Do you know whose star is Southwest of Donald Trump's star? Yes. Any idea? You do know? I do. I've actually been there. Really? Yes. Enlighten me. Mr. Kevin Spacey. Yes. So Kevin Spacey's star is still there. And all he's done is apparently been accused of a lot of bad things, a lot of underage boys. Let's just say that, okay? And uh, yeah. And uh, I, I has been convicted, I know, but Hollywood has shunned him. He has been booted from uh, his Netflix series, House of Cards. Didn't he semi-admit to doing these things? Yeah, he kind of was like, I'm sorry if this happened, but I don't remember, and blah, blah, blah. It was yeah. like some half-hearted thing. Uh, he was also uh, edited out of a movie <laughs> right. after the movie was actually finished. Uh, and they have no problem with him having his star there. But Trump, women working in greater numbers than in 65 years, Lowest uh, Hispanic uh, or highest Hispanic employment or lowest Hispanic unemployment? How does that work? We'll go with the latter. All right, thank you. Lowest uh, unemployment for blacks and Hispanics. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Bad Um, stuff, dude. It's horrible. mm -hmm. So again, they're keeping the freaking Kevin Spacey star. James Franco has been accused of this stuff. Morgan Freeman who has been accused of a lot of things. Uh, Yet... Yet in the resolution, West Hollywood, the freaks, wrote, having a star on the Walk of Fame is a privilege that is highly sought after by those in the entertainment industry, allowing (laughs) Mr. Trump to continue to have a star in light of his behavior toward women, particularly in the Time's Up and Me Too movement, should not be acceptable. So everybody should be losing their star in Hollywood, shouldn't they? You would think. Does Matt Lauer have a star? I'm just asking. Uh, you know, Harvey Weinstein, all these people worked for, for Harvey Weinstein and they, they all knew what he was doing and they never said a damn thing. So, ah, whatever. Uh, it's, does anybody, do you even care? It's just funny. It's just funny. That's all it is. It's just funny. Um, so we have that, which is nice. All right. Uh, 650 right now on KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Uh, I have other stuff. You know what? Should we do one more rosy sound bites? <clears throat> Let's play it coming back. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because she put up a claim. Because just ta- talking about this violence. We talked about the violence, right? All this, they're they're pickaxing and destroying Trump's star, everything else. Um, one more rosy that I thought was funny. What she said about the violence that uh, apparently Trump is trying to make happen. Trying to make happen. That's coming up. 650 KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. 
All right, 7.09 on this uh, Tuesday, August 7th. Thank you for hanging out. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpster has, as of midnight, so several hours ago, he has uh, reimposed sanctions on Iran. He calls them the most biting sanctions ever imposed. In November, they'll ratchet up to yet another level. Anyone doing business with Iran will not be doing business with the United States. He writes, I'm asking for world peace, nothing less. So really sticking it to Iran, as they should. Listen, think of the difference. Obama gave him billions of dollars in the ability to produce nuclear weapons, basically. Obama, uh, Trump is like, you know what? We're not playing that game anymore. Enough of this garbage. Oh, yeah. We finally have an adult. Uh, in the in the White House. Second thing that I think you need to know, we'll talk about this in a second, the city of uh, Tucson, a councilman, Paul Durham, thinking about uh, what everyone's thinking about, uh, raising the age to buy cigarettes or tobacco products or e-cigarettes from 18 to 21. You got to hear how he wants to pay for this enforcement, which is just, it's epically awesome. And why and everything else. We'll get to that. Third thing I think you need to know, some uh, special elections going on. Michigan, uh, Ohio's the big one. This is what the media is trying to tell you is going to be the bellwether for November. If the Democrat wins and it's neck and neck, then the media is going to tell you that don't even bother voting, Republicans. Don't even show up in the midterms. America has rejected Trump based on this one election in Ohio. The Republican wins. They'll ignore it. Move on to something else. Russia, Russia, Russia. Three things I think you need to know. I'm just so sick of listening to the media over that stuff. Just because you're on TV in a box, I, you, you know what you're talking about? Forget you. Anyway, let's talk about this uh, this local stuff right here. This is really incredible, okay? Uh, the city of Tucson is thinking about raising the age to buy tobacco products. Of course, the justification is, um, well, there are a lot of people that favor this. According to Tobacco21.org, shockingly enough, they say 75% adults favor it. Of course they do. They're against... Anybody under 21 don't need tobacco. Listen, I don't smoke. I think smoking is disgusting. Uh, it is. It's disgusting. It's not smart. It's disgusting. It's stupid. But this is America. You have the freedom to do this, right? Uh, Paul Durham is the city councilman. Who? Yeah, Paul Durham, city councilman. Uh, he has this idea because he's trying to help everyone, right? All these studies show that if you raise the age to buy tobacco to 21 or e-cigarettes or whatever, then there's going to be less chance of addiction. There are fewer people smoking, I think, than ever before, especially young people. I'll, I'll look exactly uh, at the number. It's um, it, it's cut down. I mean, think about it. Think how many people used to smoke even five years ago to now, 10 years ago to now. A lot of them switched to the e-cigarettes, didn't they? Some, some did, but some just stopped overall. Right? They just said enough is enough. So apparently, um, how much is this going to cost? Because all of a sudden, if you raise the age from 18 to 21, you're going to have to have, uh, I guess, enforcement, right? So it says here, according to uh, a memo prepared by city manager Michael Ortega in 2014, the Pima County Health Department examined the impact raising the age would have. They said it would cost. Two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars in enforcement costs annually. So every year, they'd pay two hundred fifty to three hundred grand 
just to make sure they enforce that. And that doesn't even include vaping and e-cigarette sales. Tucson generates a little more than $40,000 in tobacco retail licenses annually. So think about that, right? Forty grand in tobacco retail licenses annually. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost at least, let's just say, $250,000, right? Mm-hmm. So that is more than six times. That doesn't even include e-cigarettes. Let's just say it's three hundred grand to include e-cigarettes, just, just to have fun, right? Okay. So that's more than seven times. They'll need more than seven times what they currently generate to pay for the enforcement. Right, they generate a little over forty grand in tobacco retail licenses annually. Where are they going to come up with the money to come up with the enforcements uh, of, to pay for the enforcement of this? Listen to and this is why Tucson is in the hole. People elect people like this, this Paul Durham guy. Not like there was anything better, I guess. But um, we got to play the Paul Durham sound bites. Hang on, I got it right here. Where is he going to find the money? I want you to hear the math, okay? Uh, let's do number 28. 28, this is from KVOA. They talked to Paul Durham. Uh, this is what he says. Yes, here we go. There is a, an existing tobacco license that's required. It costs $100 a year. Now that could easily be increased just a little bit, a little just bit. enough to cover the additional enforcement. Just a little bit. So if all of a sudden you have to go uh, from 40000 a year to $300,000 a year, I'm pretty sure that if it costs a hundred grand right now, you're gonna have to increase it, let's just say seven times. You just have to increase think about it. How much of that, by the way, the 40 grand actually goes into enforcement of making sure people are 18? I where are they gonna find other money? They can't find enough money to pay cops. They can't find cops. The roads stink. Domino's is handling that one. Well, exactly. So you have this guy again. This is the what what math goes on in this guy's head? If a hundred bucks a year generates forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you gotta figure out you need at least three hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Do the math. Mm-hmm. That's over seven times. So let's just say it's at least seven hundred you go from hundred dollars a year to over seven hundred dollars a year. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be increased just a little bit, just another just enough to cover the additional enforcement. You can't put a price tag on kids' I, safety. I'm with you. Okay? I'm with you. That's a great point. So one, math is apparently hard to this Paul Durham. Secondly, you can't put a price tag on this. What I've always wondered is, why are 20-year-olds cared for so much more than 21-year-olds? Why does Paul Durham not care about the health and safety of 21-year-olds, but he is fighting for the health and safety of 20-year-olds? Why all of a sudden is 21? All of a sudden at 21, it's you, magical. You can have this, this the, the light bulb kicks on. And you realize, I shouldn't smoke. But at age 20, light bulb stays off. You know, why is Paul Durham an ageist? Why stop at 21? Why not go to 25? Why not go to 30? But then you'll say, why shouldn't 30-year-olds that apparently can't think for themselves and make their own decision and have freedom in this country... Why why do they have to suffer? Because they can't think for themselves. They need the government to do it for them. Why can't that happen? Right? Doesn't it make sense to you? Why stop at 30? Why not go to 40? There are people that are 40 that just, you see them walk in the streets. They're lost. They're aimless. They don't know how to cross the street by themselves. 
That's the, the government truth. wants to yeah, the government <laughs> wants Oracle. to give them jobs. The government wants to give them everything, healthcare, you name it. Why should they have to suffer because they can't make their own decision on buying tobacco? Why doesn't Paul Durham just say, "Why don't we just ban it altogether? Let's ban the sale of tobacco products, cigarettes, chewing tobacco, e-cigarettes, ban it all." Why not? Doesn't that make sense? Why does he hate people that are over the age of 21? Why does he not care about their life? Or 21 and over, I should say. 880-KNST, 880-5678. That's the way I look at this. They have literally no money to actually enforce this law. They're going to tax the hell out of everybody to try to come up with money to try to enforce it. Um, I have to get to some more actual facts about this, which is hilarious to me. Um... It says, and I love it, the Preventing Tobacco Addiction Foundation says 95% of addicted smokers began smoking before they turned 21. 50% of 10th graders say tobacco products are easy for them to get. 10th graders. Unless they're really dumb, they're not 18. We'll talk about that too because he was asked, uh, well, he said schools are in favor of this. Now, why are schools in favor of this? We have to make fun of that too. Wait, did they just get a bunch of money from Red for Ed? Shouldn't they be teaching a class not to smoke or something? Well, or the effects of of, of prolonged smoking. But again, why why stop at just smoking since that's unhealthy? Because you could be addicted to sugar, right? I I already am. Why don't they ban burritos? (laughs) Why don't they ban pizza? You stop. Why don't they ban potato chips? Why should people actually think for themselves? City of Tucson. Why you got to bring up burritos? I'm just saying. Why why stop there? Why so? First off, especially people mm. that aren't Hispanic shouldn't eat burritos because <laughs> they're appropriating <laughs> culture. Uh, I love it. While cigarette smoke, this is when the local paper, while cigarette smoking is at an all-time low. All time, e-cigarette use in middle and high schools is ramping up at alarming rates. Middle school and high school. We'll talk about this. This is too much. And get your opinion, too. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll continue in 5. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Shun. 727 going to be really hot today. Garrett Lewis with you, by the way. 105 scattered thunderstorms. Low to mid-80s, depending on where you are. I have no idea where you are. Wait, let me think about it. I have no idea. 84 where I am. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Before we play the last, the next soundbite from uh, Councilman Paul Durham. By the way, his Twitter handle, this Councilman Paul Durham from Tucson, it's it's everything what you expect. His, count, his Twitter handle is called Paul. He's at Paul for Progress. You know, Obama destroyed the word hope, and liberals have destroyed the word progress. Let's go to Joe. Joe, welcome to KNST. Hi, Joe. Yeah, hey, Garrett. Joe, do me a favor. Joe, do me a favor. Turn your radio off, okay? Please, I'm going to give you a Turn your radio off. Thank you very much. Radio is off. Okay, now. Okay, that's better now. Go ahead. There we go. Um, yeah, raising this thing to 21. Um, first off, yesterday I heard it was reported that they wanted to keep tobacco away from younger teens. And my brain's not real, real big, but I kind of envision a younger teen to be, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, right in that age. Yep. First off, the current age is 18. How are these younger kids already getting That's the point. tobacco products? That's the point. And second of all, by raising it to 21, how is that going to change are, are these younger kids going to say, "Oh man, it's now twenty one. I, I can't get, I can't get it anymore." No, they're still going to get it. Second question I have is, 
this, let's call it $300,000 um, that it's going to take to monitor and, and, and cover all, uh, report all this, is that above and beyond what they're cur- the city's currently paying? Or is this um, what they currently pay right now? No, it would be it would be, it would be above and beyond. They need to find an addition. According to a report in 2014, Michael Ortega prepared it for Pima County. He said we need to find 250 to 300 grand just to enforce the regular cigarettes. Not how even are not they even not even it right now. And how much are they paying? I have no idea. Who, who the hell knows? It's it's a lot of money. <laughs> who the hell knows? Exactly. And my last question You're is making all my points is many years ago there was a, uh, a class action tobacco settlement where all the states receive money for the rest of their lives as long as tobacco is in business. How much money from from Arizona's portion does Tucson receive? I mean, I'd, I'd like to know some answers to a lot of these questions, and I'm sure it's not being addressed by anybody. Of course it's not. But let, me, let, me, let me just answer your first, first question. Why are they doing this? You ready for it? Well, you we, ready for it? No, you ready yeah. for it? You ready for it? Because it feels I'm, good. It That's feels why. good. It feel, I'm making a difference. I am well, important. People like me. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Gosh well, and you know they're they're going to find a way to try to tax us and and get more money out of it. Of course, you know, and, and it's for the children. Of course, exactly. Thank you very much. And he wants to be their dad because their parents are too stupid to tell them to not smoke. Will he buy me a pony? <laughs> They'll ban that too. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Joe. I appreciate. It. I want to play one more sound, but this is it. This is what and and Joe hit on it. This, let's play the second one from. Um, uh, Paul for Progress, Paul Durham, the councilman. Listen to this from KVO uh, A. Here we go. The school districts in particular like it mm. because they want help. They need help in keeping cigarettes and tobacco products out of the high schools. Again, generally kids are under the age of 18 in high schools. So raising the age from 18 to 21 will, yeah. Yeah, but again, more gun laws, more of these laws, more of those laws. It feels good. It has to happen, right? Uh-huh. 730. Uh, we can continue. You can react. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, however, I'd love to get to you, uh, and I never do this, but it was just so bad. An editorial board member for the local newspaper wrote an op-ed uh, against, uh, basically, it was racist toward white people. You have to hear it to believe it. I'll get you some excerpts coming up. Uh, Fox News is coming up, but first this. Okay. Getting to work and you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, hello. 741, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpster has uh, slapped a whole bunch of sanctions. He calls them the most ever biting sanctions or the biting sanctions, worst ever, whatever. Biting sanctions on Iran. Uh... We will not do business with anybody that does business with Iran. We're really putting the squeeze on them. Second thing that I think you need to know, the city of Tucson, Councilman Paul Durham wants to be your daddy, your kid's daddy, other kid's daddy. Uh, thinks that the, the way to stop smoking is to uh, raise the way raise the age to buy cigarettes and e-cigarettes and tobacco from 18 to 21. Um, apparently 20-year-olds, he cares about 21-year-olds. Screw you. You start smoking. I don't care. Again, why stop there? And he has no idea how to pay for the enforcement of it. But again, it feels good. It feels good, right? It does, yeah. Third thing I think you need to know, special election tonight in Ohio. And the media is uh, telling you and me and everybody, all the, all the pundits that are hoping Trump loses, if he loses this, this special election in Ohio, it's what's going to happen in November. Ignoring all the actual good positive economic news that's happening and 
fight against illegal immigration and doing what, uh, you know, what needs to be done. This will make people just want to stay home. That's what they, they want you to think that. So we'll see. Three things I think you need to know. Um, really quick, Dan. Dan, welcome to KNST. Hello, Dan. Good morning. Thank you for the opportunity. Sure. I had a couple of thoughts about this uh, cigarettes um, raising the age. Um, if, if, as you were saying, it's uh, oh boy, there's some strange noise there. Yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. We're Ryan, <laughs> Ryan's getting rid of the music bed. It was bleeding in. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the 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 lie is that he's talking about doing is to raise the age to purchase to 18. Is that correct? Yes. No, no. Raise, okay. it, raise it. Raise it to 21. Or raise it from 18 to 21, yes, excuse yes, me. Yes. And so it's not to stop people. It's not going to ban somebody who's 18 because somebody who's 18 is an adult, right? They are an adult. I don't, what, can you, can you legally smoke? I mean, I don't know. Can you legally smoke if you're 16? Not, not if you're 16 because you're not an adult. So I guess you, so if you, they do this, can you not legally smoke if you're 20? Uh, no, you could, you, because you're an adult. You could do it if you're an eight, 18. Well, you're an adult when you're 18, but you can't, le- you can't buy alcohol, you can't legally drink alcohol, right? That is correct, but that's what, that's what the law prohibits. But, it's, but what he's talking about doing is raising the age to purchase. Yes, making it more difficult to purchase. Okay. The government influencing and, and, you, and, and that's that. And that's, that's going to be just a local law. Yes. And so, so uh, you're... you're not going to affect uh, the Indian reservation where you can go and get them cheaper. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's a good point. I mean, people could drive down to the Indian reservation and they could, I guess, get them cheaper. And as long as you're 18, you know, they don't have to abide by the rules of Tucson. So adios. Yeah, yep. which, which would, again, hurt businesses in Tucson. So more, more uh, anti-business measures, more anti-business ideas. All, the, all in the effort of making your life better because you're too stupid to do it on your own. That's what it comes down to. Yep. There it is. And 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 also you become a second class citizen. Uh this this goes off on another tangent about again like you you have to be twenty one to drink. Uh, personally I always thought you should, we should have an equal uh, application of all the laws to everyone. You shouldn't have a second class citizen or first class citizen where oh you're 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 better, you're okay, you're approved to do this. But this person over here is not approved to do that. Well, there's the libertarian side in you. So, so yeah, there, there is. There you go. So, All right, Dan, I so. appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, that's a good point. Is if people, if you're 20, you can still, again, if a 14-year-old can get their hand on cigarettes now, this it's not going to do anything. It's not going to do anything. It's going to raise taxes somehow. Well, that too. I've had that, by the way, I have that video on my page at knst.com, so you can see it for yourself. Uh, now, but wait till after the show. Uh, so really quick, I want to get into this too. Uh, there was a piece in the local paper and I almost, I never like probably five times over the past eight plus years. Uh, somebody named Luis Carrasco writes for the, uh, daily star. And what caught my attention was the head, the the name of his story, the title fixating on white anxieties is not a good look. And I'm like, wait, what? Okay. And he is an editorial writer for the Arizona daily star. Never heard of him before this. Never really cared. But I just want you to hear some of this because I think this is just flat out racist. You know, Trump tweets something bad about LeBron. It says LeBron's dumb. Apparently that's racist. He could tweet that uh, Schumer is dumb, not racist because he's white. I, I, I don't get it. You can't, you can't criticize someone that doesn't look like you, I guess. Anyway, so this Luis Carrasco writes, the face of the United States is changing. And as society becomes more diverse, it is understandable there will be people who are unwilling to share power. 
people who are afraid that as whites become another minority, they'll lose the default benefits that come with being the dominant group. So again, this guy basically is saying that illegal immigration, if you are against it, you're racist. You don't want, you don't want to see more people that aren't white come to this country. That has nothing to do with it. It's illegal. You know, the whole, the whole word illegal. Hmm. But he tries to justify what he writes. He writes, while it's tempting to brush these people aside and to cry that change can't come fast enough, that attitude only will exacerbate the problems we're facing now. The descent into tribalism. The reveling in xenophobia. The indulgence of racism. Really? So again, the black support for Trump has doubled over the past year. Okay. Anyway, understanding these fears, however misplaced, is important, but bubbling attempts. You ready for this? Such as the Washington Post's recent story headlined, White and in the Minority Do More Harm Than Good. The piece, he writes, focuses on 20-year-old Heaven Engel and her boyfriend, Benson Heim, 25. Both work at Bell & Evans Chicken Processing Plant in Fredericksburg, Pennsylvania. According to the story, they are, they are part of only a handful of white workers in a plant filled with Puerto Rican and Dominican employees, or as the subhead spells out, she speaks English, her co-workers don't. Inside a rural chicken plant, whites struggle to fit in. He writes, as written by Terrence McCoy, the initial section reads like it belongs in a white supremacist romance novel, perhaps titled Chicken Tender. This is what he writes, and he says this belongs in a white supremacist romance novel. The two held the embrace, swaying slightly, their world outside the plant's walls, white, rural, conservative, feeling distant in this world within where they were the outsiders, the ones who couldn't communicate the minority. Apparently, it's also racist to actually think you should speak English. Uh, if you move to Mexico, you speak English, you, right? You, what, no? Is it racist to demand that everybody speaks English and you don't have to learn Spanish? It's dumb. It's just a. But this, this you ever guy. You're in Mexico on vacation? Well, there you go. <laughs> so he writes although the article tries to put things in context, covering its bases by using experts to talk about demographic anxiety and group identity, it's the framing of the story that is wrongheaded. I don't doubt the intention was good, but its execution does more to contribute to racial anxiety than to dispel stereotypes or truly explore the interaction between different groups. Um, it says here, in a country, he quoted this story, in a country where whites will lose majority status in about a quarter century, the story of the coming decades will be, to some degree, the story of how white people adapt to a changing country. And he writes, the way white people adapt to a changing country is by acknowledging the benefits of white privilege and understanding those days will eventually come to an end and that that's all right. I'll stop there and continue in a little bit. So apparently this writer for the Daily Star, white privilege gets us places. Was it white privilege that got him a job as an editorial writer on the Daily Star? Just Is he me. white? Luis Carrasco? No. No, he is not. Hmm. And that's okay. That's okay. So how did he get the job then? Uh, who knows? Was he good enough? You think maybe he was. Was he smart enough? enough? I mean, I mean, imagine People that. Like them? But he focuses on race, and we'll talk about this more coming up. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Nope, nope. Hey, kill it! Bap, bap, bap. Five star termite pest control. Do I have your attention? Oh, oh. Do I have your attention? Listen, scorpions. They get your attention. They're horrible. Why are they here? What's the point? Is there a positive? Not for me. I found one in my house. Garrett, you get five star. How'd you find one in your house? It was dead. 
<laughs> Let that be a message to the rest of you scorpions that are listening. Listen, seriously, five-star termite pest control. They spray inside and outside of my house every single month. Their killing juice is made fresh every single day. Uh, we had friends here. I didn't tell my friends from New York because they'd been like, oh, my God. I mean, they have like, you know, muggers and like rats, but they freak out over a little scorpion. Anyway, it was dead it, it, by my, my son's bathroom. It was. I'm like, what is that thing on the floor? Oh, a dead scorpion. It was like the fourth or fifth one I found over the past five plus years. Still haven't found a live one dead they will squeeze under your door they could thin out to a piece of paper with all the rain we've been getting and apparently we're supposed to get rain like every day for the next week or so who knows i mean every day pretty much till like uh october right or september every day um these scorpions want to get into your home and they will get into your home whether it's scorpions whether it's spiders whether it's earwigs whether it's crickets with whatever the whatever is getting in there they will make sure that if it does get in it dies if it gets close it dies that's what I like. Five-star termite pest control. No contracts necessary, but my advice to you, do what I do. Get them to come every single month, right? They come, they spray. When you're proactive, you never have problems like ants. People have ant problems, man. you imagine that ants in your home? It's disgusting. Don't wait for it to be a problem. Be proactive. 886-0045, five-star-termite.com. You know, ants in the house aren't that bad. What about ants in your pants? That's the worst. Is that the worst yes. one? Uh, I can attest to that. Ugh. It's True. a good thing you're sitting at least a few feet from me. <laughs> Is that what they call? So they call chlamydia ants now, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Maybe. <laughs> uh, anyway, again, we're very mature on this show. It's an adult thing. Garrett Lewis with you. It's your morning ritual. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Uh, number one, the Trumpster is uh, tightening the grip on Iran. New sanctions are in place. Uh, he calls them the most biting sanctions ever. Anybody that does business with Iran will not do business with America. That pretty much hurts everybody, but of course Iran the most. It hurts, it hurts Iran a, a lot. Like a lot. Uh, that's fantastic. Remember, Obama gave him the ability to, well, make nuclear weapons and billions of dollars. Trump's like, no, 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 we're done with that. Doesn't it make sense? Second thing that I think you need to know, the city of Tucson has a councilman named uh, Paul Durham who wants to... Um, Apparently, uh, do what everybody is calling for, which, of course, raise the age of uh, to buy cigarettes and e-cigarettes to 21 and tobacco to 21, 18 to 21. Somehow claims that will stop uh, kids in school from getting tobacco, even though they're under the age of 18 and they they get it anyway. So raising it to 21 will stop them. How? And of course, he has no way to actually pay for the enforcement. Uh, he doesn't really do math well. They spend about 40 grand a year. They get about 40 grand a year in licenses for tobacco tax. They need at least 300 grand a year to enforce this. He goes, we need a slight increase, just a slight increase in what we charge for a license to sell tobacco. It's more than a slight increase, man. Give me a break. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, media wants you to think that the biggest election ever is happening tonight in Ohio. A uh, special election in Ohio. It was a Republican stronghold. Apparently polls, and they've been wrong before, right? Uh, has a neck and neck. And if the Republican doesn't win, it means Trump and Republicans will lose uh, in November. And that's why you should care. I think they really just want more ratings, but that's just me. But whatever. That's what these so-called experts that never thought Trump would win are telling you. Three things I think you need to know. Um, so before we continue with the uh, the guy, right? Um, before we continue with the, I, I think is a racist or just ignorant, at the very, at the very least an ignorant, at most a racist piece in the local newspaper by an op-ed writer, Luis Carrasco, who says white people have to realize they basically have white privilege and the country's changing and you have to accept it. That's cool, right? Yeah. Again, how did you get your job, buddy? 
Was it Hispanic privilege? Affirmative action. That Was it affirmative action? What was it? What was it? Apparently, uh, I've only achieved what I've achieved because of my privilege. That's it. Not because I'm good. My privilege. That's what it is. According to this guy. Anyway, before we get to that, we got to play maybe the nuttiest thing any person suffering from Trump election derangement syndrome has said. The Ted's. Right? It's... I'm not making up this. If you missed this, I played it to start the show. I should play it every hour. Shame on me for not doing it in the last hour. It's on my page at KNST.com, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Can you play the Rosie? Uh, the, yes, Which Rosie? 31. Like? 31. Rosie was on. Listen, Rosie has been showing how sane she is and, ha- and why the other side's going to win in November because they're doing great things. They don't have any actual economic ideas, but Rosie, for 22 straight nights, has uh, had a group. She's been among a group of people. Outside the White House, singing Broadway show tunes and chanting against Trump. That's going to work. That's not crazy or anything. No, 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 no. She's like, that's what he notices us. No. Unless he's like, look at that little fat one right there in the middle. No, I'm just, uh, no, I don't, I, no, this is what crazy people do. So anyway, she's, the media is like, oh, this is awesome. I mean, why not talk to someone that thinks it's a great idea? to stand up for 22 straight nights outside of the White House fence and sing Broadway show tunes and chant at the president. Why not? So they bring her on MSNBC and CNN. And we have glorious sound bites of both. We'll play just the CNN one. Talking to Chris Cuomo, listen to this. He's bad because he doesn't know how to inspire people or evoke that emotion in them of knowing. What about his rallies? Knowing. And First of all, people are paid, Chris. You know that. Oh, people were paid since he went down on the escalator. Right. He pays people to show up at right, those but rallies. I don't that know that that's, but I don't know that that's why he gets tens of thousands at the rallies. I Come think on. he ca- captures a well, lot of emotion for people. He doesn't get tens of thousands. Uh, when did he get tens of thousands at the rallies? A lot of rallies. Well, no, not at the, at the Tampa. I think they only had 9,000 seats and there were people outside. But, Rosie, I've seen them. He gets big groups of people who come out. He re- he gives themes that resonate, whether they're positive paid, or not. That's up to are, other people to decide. Pause it, pause it. Maybe. She just made the claim that they're paid. And now she's asking him, but are they paid? And you'll hear the evidence behind it. Here we go. Maybe but some Chris, are. I don't are know. I can't. Paid? I don't have the facts that his crowds are bought but you can off. Look I don't have on, that. You can look at... Well, you can look at all the requests for extras to come and cheer Where? with signs for him. You can find those tangible pieces Where? of evidence. He, those are not real rallies. She never actually says where those tangible pieces of evidence are. I thought they were for the Hillary rallies. Well, and Bernie and, and Bernie. the Democrat, like the big protests and things, the Occupy yeah. protests. Remember, yeah, they, people, yeah. they paid them to, to get out there and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah, there you go. They're Apparently, there. all those rallies that Make people money. go to, they, they've been paid. Right. Another, you know, this is, this is what the media brings on to try to convince people Trump is bad. Uh, and if there are people that actually believe that, lost cause. And don't worry, it's not a lot of people that believe it. It's only the crazy ones, like the really crazy ones. <laughs> she, she's trying to spread. She's doing fake news. Um, with all the all the the leaks that aren't even true about Russia and all this other stuff, right? Don't you think if Trump was actually paying people to go to his rallies, that would have come out by now? She's nah. so dumb. She, so she says it in, in a matter of 57 seconds. That's how long that soundbite is. 57 on the button. She says that he pays people to go to the rally, then asks the host, but he, but he pays them, right? 
and then claims that there's tangible pieces of evidence to prove it, but she doesn't say where that actual evidence is. Well, if he would have said yes, then that would have been her affirmation. Exactly. It'd have been there true. You go. Yes. There you go. Freaking nuts, man. Just nuts. Now let's get back to this story, uh, this op-ed in the local newspaper by Luis Carrasco. Uh, it's basically, he, he saw a story in the Washington Post about two white people working at a chicken plant in Pennsylvania. And they are the minority. Most people there are Dominican and Puerto Rican. They don't speak English. These two do. How can they, you know, they have trouble like realizing that America is not going to be white for much longer. Right? All this stuff. So this guy writes, the way white people, this is again, local editorial board member of the local newspaper, Luis Carrasco. The way white people adapt to a changing country is by acknowledging the benefits of white privilege and understanding those days will eventually come to an end and that that's all right. But he writes, but that's not the story the Post is telling. Instead, it focuses on how uh, the woman feels isolated because the white woman, because they speak Spanish and she doesn't. How they cluster together and she feels ignored. How they are taking over jobs. They, and he writes, they, they is in, it's italicized. To put more emphasis on it. They. They. The white people. This guy writes, the article asks us to sympathize and understand where Engel, that's the white woman, and her boyfriend are coming from. It asks, how else are they going to feel when the world they know they knew is changing around them? Yet it barely extends the same courtesy to the Latino workers at the plant, who are mostly portrayed as a mass of brown faces that wants nothing to do with our heroes. Is what this guy writes, local paper. He writes, it seems the Post was seduced by the high-concept premise of the story and failed not only to adequately represent the Latino community in that region of Pennsylvania, it also faltered in its representation of white, rural, or working-class America. He writes, it's easy classification of both the white couple and the Hispanic workers speaks to the blinders of the, I hate to say this, he writes, but coastal media elite. Happy, Mr. President. As described in the story, Heaven Engel, the woman who is being asked, the white woman, who is being asked to stand in for white anxiety, is stuck in a go-nowhere job with a go-nowhere attitude. She is presented as dull and uninteresting, lacking curiosity or motivation. It's fitting that a story that otherizes Latinos would also present the image of shiftless rural culture. I don't even know. Anyway, he finishes up. By writing, after the mainstream media was sandbagged by Donald Trump's victory. Sandbagged. Sandbagged. Sandbagged, by the way. There has been a knee-jerk reaction to try and understand the people. I thought it was try to understand the people, but whatever. Uh, And places that voted for the president. As I said, this guy writes, that's all very well and good. But national media outlets continue to be run and staffed in general by people whose experience ill prepares them to be anything uh, but monocled anthropologists carefully examining some exotic tribe. I can do stereotypes. I don't know. Reporter McCoy of the Washington Post should have given the same attention to Latino workers as he did the white couple. But that's not what the story was about. See, this guy's just mad because he thinks white people got more of a story about white people in the minority than Hispanic people. Whereas he calls them brown. Understanding where both were coming from and why there was the chasm between them. Because they don't speak the same language. Like, we don't care. As long as you come legally and you want to assimilate into America. Like, this guy doesn't... This Luis Carrasco is part of an editorial board of the Daily uh, Daily Star. 
He doesn't understand that assimilation is important, and it happens in every country on this planet, and why we're mad when people come here and don't want to be American. Well, what does that mean, be American? That's racist. No, it means be American. If I were to move to Mexico, guess what? I would assimilate to Mexico. I'd learn the language, learn the customs, the culture, because that's why I moved there, right? And he doesn't understand that we get mad that people come here just for our money and free stuff. Anyway, this guy writes, if that had happened, I can bet Engel and her boyfriend would have found they share some things in common with their Hispanic co-workers. They have more things in common than they do with the white Washington Post reporter who profiled him. So this guy just wrote nothing, uh, nothing but race. It's all about race. Race, 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 color, 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 color. That's all this guy sees, which is what makes him perfect to be, I guess, an employee of the dying newspaper. And they're not the only dying newspaper. They're all dying. What about radio? We print money. Thanks to you. Or a printing service now? Well, you know. Are we like Kinko's? We swipe credit cards. Thanks. Anyway, so yes. Um, this kind of writing and thinking is exactly what makes people not want to buy and makes people want to cancel their subscription to the Arizona Daily Star. It's just awful. I mean, he could have his own opinion. I'm not saying you shouldn't write it. See, because I'm for the First Amendment. But he's pushing the white privilege and the this and the that and, and ignores the fact that, again... American jobs have been sent all over the world. And Americans have been crapped on of all different colors. And we had enough. We elected Trump, and you just don't get it. He's the kind of guy that thinks he's smarter than what he actually is. So there's that. Uh, you can comment if you want, but what can there be said? I, I, again, this is maybe, maybe the fourth or fifth time I've mentioned an editorial and op-ed in the local paper, because I generally don't care what anybody else thinks. Um... But this was so outrageous that I just had to share it with you. You can comment 880-KNST, 880-5678. It's not just him. He's local. We'll get your comments. Also, um, uh, Morning Joe talked about who actually supports Trump. And they insult the hell out of you. We'll get to that. And, of course, millennials can't name. At Columbia University, they're asked, can you name any, you know, the five freedoms in the First Amendment? And, listen, you might not be able to. That's okay. But here's the thing. They can't name it. They don't even know what it's about, but they want parts of it banned. That's the problem. Wait till you hear why they, who they think should actually say who, what, what is accepted and not accepted. And what is accepted and not accepted when it comes to freedom of speech. We'll get to that coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. KNST has your shot at a trip to Our iHeart Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword jackpot to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info, standard data, and message rate supply. That's jackpot to 200-200. What's up? 829, thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. Uh, it's going to be 100, uh, what did I say? 100 and a lot. Scattered thunderstorms. Is that about right? Yeah, sounds good. 100 and a lot. 105, depending on where you are supposed to cool down to below 100 starting tomorrow for the next week with scattered thunderstorms so uh there you go actually they call them for straight up thunderstorms wow have fun with that uh by the way facebook.com slash garrett lewis radio like and follow me there uh, i just did a facebook uh live session about 30 minutes ago 25 minutes ago whatever it was uh we try to do it throughout the show i'll do more of them i swear i will let's go to thor thor welcome to knst hi thor Hey, Garrett, how you doing, buddy? Hey, listen, no one told you to go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I take a lot of a lot of grief for that. I got gotcha. you. 
No, nah, you deserve it. Yeah. No, you know, I, I wanted to say a couple of things uh, with regard to this whole thing, you know, that's going around the country about white privilege. And you're right. right. And many of the things that you mentioned earlier, you know, they, they we certainly uh, would not get away with saying negative, you know, and, and rightfully so. Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no, there's, there's no place uh, in our society to, to denigrate anybody. And you know, coming from New York, you take the buses, you take the subways, you bump shoulders at all ethnicities. Everyone gets along, especially yeah. at the 9-11. You saw a lot of people from all over the, uh, the city, all different races, size, shapes, uh, political affiliations, sexual orientations, all that. Everyone got along. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the way it is. You know, it's, that's the beautiful thing about New York. But you go to other places in the country, and you have a very myopic viewpoint. There's a lot of people of different demographics, and they don't get along with one another. And this whole idea of constantly saying white privilege, white privilege, it's, it's very dangerous in our society. Our, our culture, our republic, is based upon those individuals from England. There was a long-fought battle for some parliamentary system opposing the king, and this is how our great country has evolved. And so to try and tear that down, I mean, you're ruining precisely what it is that you're trying to embrace. And, mm-hmm. you know, I saw that video that you had on... Um, uh, on your website there with the individual in Brooklyn asking questions about social. And it's so sad. I mean, you see all these millennials, they're completely, they're complete idiots. They have no idea. They just spew off this nonsense, not realizing how dangerous it is to our republic. But then oh, again, yeah, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. But then we have to ask, why are they idiots? Why do they not know? And it's because... Education. Uh, yeah, exactly. Education. Who's taking over? Who's usually on school boards? It's people on the left. Exactly. They want to keep them stupid and, and, and just, you know, have revisionist history... Because that's what they believe, and that's what they want to push, and then you get more people dependent on the government. Exactly. You know, it, it's just, it's it sucks, man. It sucks for that. You know, it's funny. I don't care. You know, it doesn't matter what color you are, or where you come from, as long as you assimilate. This is what they they for right. some reason these guys don't understand this. If there were white people from Germany that came here and refused to learn English and only spoke German, I'd say, "The hell is your problem? Do you want to be here right. or not?" Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Except for Rangers fans, they suck. Anyway, Thor, <laughs> thank you, man. Have a good one. Take care, Take buddy. Care, buddy. You too. Thank you. It's true. Stop being racist. Science says it. <laughs> they suck? Yes. Really quick, I want you to hear. How about the stats? Also, they suck. Anyway, um, I want, and so does John Tavares. He should, uh, he yeah, should well, uh, yeah, get yeah. Uh, something. Uh, VD. Anyway, so... Um, I know, I know. Let's eat him on a beat. Whatever. Don't get me started on that. People get mad when you talk about sports. So uh, I want you to hear this real quick. Just you know, speaking of Trump supporters, number thirty. You can hear Mika's face talking about a poll, and then Joe Scarborough, her her honey bug. Uh, they think you're if you if you like Trump, you're just an uneducated idiot. Listen to this. Here we go. That whites with no college degree approve the president's job, fifty-eight to thirty-nine percent, while twenty-nine percent of all other Americans approve sixty-six percent. Disapprove. Donald Trump is sacrificing just about every other group in America uh, for this one group of white, uh, non-college uh, educated uh, voters. See, if you don't go to college, you're an idiot. Joe Scarborough says you're just a fool. Idiot. You know, a bunch of Trump supporters, just a bunch of uneducated morons. Well, coming back in about uh, six minutes, you're going to hear what educated people sound like when they're asked about the First Amendment on a college campus. Columbia University, by the way, very apparently it's a good university. However, when you hear these people, you'll say, is it really that good? They're asked about the First Amendment. Can you name any freedoms in it? And then um, why you shouldn't be able to actually say whatever you want. You got to hear it to believe it from the educated people. 
That's coming up right now. Here's Fox. Being informed unleashes a great feeling. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Word. 843, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. One. One. The Trumpster has upped the pressure on Iran. Sanctions are now in place as of midnight. Uh, not only is he trying to screw their economy big time, he's putting pressure from the rest of the world. Anybody that does business with Iran can't do business with us. And we're number one, so it's it's a great thing. Second thing that I think you need to know, man, oh man, oh man. Tucson City Councilman Paul Durham wants to be your daddy, wants to protect kids, raise the age to buy tobacco products from 18 to 21. Says a big problem in schools. Well, they're 14 and 15 and get it. So what the hell is it? If it's 18 or 21, what's it going to do? He has no idea what it's going to take to pay for it, or he kind of does, but his math is really off. Pay for the enforcement. Good luck. Third thing I think you need to know, special election tonight in Ohio. Media wants you to think this is it. If Trump loses, Republican loses, Trump, the Republicans are going down. All based on this one area in Ohio. Again, they were all wrong about the 2016 election, so take it with a grain of salt. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, side note real quick. Have you noticed the media has already ignored LeBron James and the story because now it's come out that uh, taxpayers are paying for most of the LeBron James school that he took credit for? Have you noticed that? We talked about it yesterday. Uh-huh. That's why they call it fake news. Fake. Apparently, uh, the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon, did a nine-minute rant on Trump's tweet saying it was racist about LeBron James. Nine minutes. I'm sure it was scintillating. All right, uh, I want you to hear some sound bites. I have this video on my page at KNST.com. Again, you just heard, if you listened just a few minutes ago, uh, Joe Scarborough and Mika's face pointed out that uneducated, I mean, if the, apparently, I don't get that stuff. If you don't go to college, it means you're uneducated. There are plenty of losers that graduate college. Plenty of people who graduate college can't do a damn thing. You know, people that, I know people that don't go to college are business owners. They, I, there's a lot of stuff that I can't do. That my friends that didn't go to college can do. Like, use a hammer. Shut up, Ryan. Anyway. It's my one flaw. So, um, campus reform. They do great stuff. They went to Columbia University, where allegedly smart people go. And you know, these college students, they're snowflakes. You know, if you say something that offends me, you, sh- you shouldn't be allowed to say it. They don't quite understand what the First Amendment is. As a matter of fact, there are five freedoms in the First Amendment. Do you know what they are? Before I tell you, I want you to hear just a little bit. No, let's do 35. Just a little bit, because they try to answer it at Columbia University. Here we go. Uh, you, you took con law. You should be able to do this. <laughs> um, so freedom of speech. Yeah. He's a freedom of the press. Name him. Um, uh, you're the constitutional lawyer here, man. You got dude, this. Come dude, on. You got to do it. Yeah, dude, he's uh, singing wow. class of law school right now also. So, dude, uh, <laughs> no pressure. But pressure's on. Press. Yep. Free speech. speech. Um, right to bear arms. Is that, is that a different amendment? I think that's a different amendment. That's the second amendment. Yeah. yeah now I feel like I need to go home and just read. <laughs> the right... To mm. a jury by your peers? No. Mm. Then I'm done. <laughs> freedom of the press. Um, freedom mm. of. Um, um. Okay, that's all we need. I don't know. You get the gist, right? Uh, nobody got more than three. The five freedoms guaranteed under the First Amendment: freedom of speech, religion, assembly, press, and petition. Uh, he was offering people uh, 20 bucks to anybody that could actually name the five freedoms. Nobody won the money. 
now that we know that nobody actually knows what's uh, protected, doesn't matter. They still think that you shouldn't be allowed to say certain things, even though they don't understand the First Amendment. I want you to hear this, okay? This is the next one, 36. Uh, listen to this. Where do, you, where do you think the line is on what when something should no longer be protected by the First Amendment? I think the line starts drawing when you get offensive trying to in people's like culture, identity, and what they identify as. I don't think that it's fair for people to use the First Amendment as kind of like you know, an excuse to say whatever they want that's Whoa. very hurtful and malicious oh, to hurtful. others. So I Isn't the Constitution the excuse, though? It really is. Now that you think, like, now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> so I think the line should be if you're intolerant of other groups oh, yeah. in a way that makes their opinion seem like less, that's defeating mm. the whole purpose. Who gets to decide what is intolerant, though? Pause it, pause Who it, pause, gets it. To pause it. Hang on. Hang on, by the way. Don't you love that? It's not nice to make people's opinions feel like they're less. Yet conservatives are shunned left and right on college campuses all the time. Let's continue. Who gets to decide? I don't. It's a pretty arbitrary line, but I think it's less arbitrary to say if you're deeming group less equal. The defining characteristic is respect and safety. So if someone's uh, promoting an ideology that uh, there needs, like there needs to be a threshold. At who gets to decide where that threshold, that threshold is? is? I mean, a- academic communities basically. Oh. If you start to like offend someone, it shouldn't. You should stop talking. Mm. And, but who gets to decide what the line is between too offensive and not offensive enough? I feel like mm. That's just something you kind of got to judge by yourself. As long as oh. like, you're not like disrespecting anyone or making them like feel threatened or uncomfortable with their own like way of living or identifying themselves in society. Oh. I think that's. Doesn't doesn't the Constitution protect my right though to make you feel uncomfortable with my words? Uh, up to a point. Like it depends how uncomfortable you're saying because the constitution should also like assure like safety and uh, i don't have the right to hurt people hmm. so you do though yeah i guess oh. this is all very tricky yeah That's you do not because obviously we know that the constitution is i consider it a living organism so with time it, it should be evolving and stuff like that no it's not true actually those are the smart people at columbia university can you play one more time number 30 they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. No clue, but it feels good. Just like that Paul Durham guy, the councilman, wants to up the age of smoking to buy to buy uh, tobacco products. It feels good. It won't do anything. It feels good. Again, uh, apparently, that you know none of those people actually voted for Trump. You do realize that. I mean, I, I would bet a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, that nobody in that video voted for Trump. Thousand, thousand dollars. Ten dollars. I'd bet ten dollars. Um, maybe the last guy might have. <laughs> Did I just lose $10? That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so um, I want you to hear again, apparently only stupid people, like because those people, of course, not stupid, right? Only stupid people uh, or uneducated people. Back Trump. Listen, here we go. Percent. Oh, uh, 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 Mika's face. That whites with no college degree approve the president's job, 58 to 39 percent, while 29 percent of all other Americans approve, 66 percent disapprove. Donald Trump is sacrificing just about every other group in America uh, for this one group of white, uh, non-college educated uh, voters. Yeah, they're just dumb. You're just dumb. They insult you, and they wonder why. Why do you hate us much? 851, we'll continue. It's KNST. All right, 909. What's happening? Tuesday, August 7th. It is your morning ritual with me. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, as of midnight, 
The Trumpster imposed sanctions on Iran. He says they are the most biting sanctions ever imposed. November, they ratchet up to another level. Anyone doing business with Iran will not be doing business with the United States. He said, I'm only asking for world peace, nothing less. That's great. Remember, what was the opposite? Obama gave them the ability to make nuclear weapons and billions of dollars. With the biggest state sponsor of terror on the planet. But Trump's unfit, right? We'll hear from Rosie O'Donnell in a second because she's off a rocker and large. Second thing, that it's okay. It's true. It's true. Second thing. Say small, large. What's it? They're words. Second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, Tucson City Councilman Paul Durham wants to be your daddy, your kid's daddy, everybody's daddy. Says, uh, I want to keep kids safe. I want to raise the uh, age to buy tobacco products. Vaping cigarettes, whatever the hell they are, you know, tobacco, uh, chewing tobacco cigarettes. From 18 to 21. That's going to help. So apparently he doesn't give a crap about 21-year-olds, but he cares a lot about 19 and 20-year-olds. But then why stop there? Why not make it 30? Why not 30? Why not 40? People can't think for themselves, right, Paul? Why not 50? We've seen enough people that are 50 walking around Tucson that are out of their minds. Why not 50? Yeah, we have. Some work in the building. Uh, and he has no idea how the money... Well, he thinks if you just raise the, the license to sell tobacco, it's 100 bucks. If you raise a little bit, we'll get the money to pay for the enforcement. Right now, Tucson makes about 40 grand on those licenses. They need at least 300 grand for the enforcement. Ay, 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 ay. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that there is an election going on tonight in Ohio. The media is dubbing it so you pay attention and watch for ratings. The most important election ever. If the Republican loses, they think that it's going to mean the end of Trump and the Republicans. If the Democrat wins, they'll ignore it and just gloss right over it and say, Russia! So that's what I think. Three things I think you need to know. All right. Um, we got the Rosie O'Donnell sound bites. We have all that. But since we also talked about this, uh, this guy who is, uh, he doesn't like white people. He thinks white people get too much. A, and I never talk about it, but an editorial writer for the Daily Star, Luis Carrasco, fixating on white anxieties is not a good look. And he writes this whole piece about white people need to just realize that we're not going to be white for much longer as a majority in this country. And it's okay to accept that. And we've had enough of getting ahead, being white with our white privilege. And you need to just shut up. And if you don't think, and if you're upset that people aren't assimilating and not speaking the language of the country, which is English, uh, you're a racist and you need to shut up. That's pretty much what this guy wrote, right? And again, he said, um, white people uh, with their white privilege, we've had enough. The way white people, he writes, adapt to a changing country is by acknowledging the benefits of white privilege and understanding those days will eventually come to an end. And that's, that's all right. That's what he says. And again, I'm wondering, did he have white privilege to get his job? My white privilege uh, has me paying off my college loans for another 11 months when I'll be 42 years old and I'll finally be done. My white privilege is when I went to college, I said, uh, my parents aren't claiming me. They can't pay for my college. I, um, right? My, my parents, I'm doing this on my own. I quit a lucrative bartending job making money to... <laughs> Not make much in radio. So here's what I make. It's below poverty. It was 14 grand a year. Do I qualify for anything? And the lady looks at me, looks left, right, makes no one around. She says, you're not going to qualify for any aid because you're a white male. So that's, you know, another story of my white privilege. Just And I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. It helps shape who I am today. 
You got to work hard. If you're not willing to work hard like me and do what needs to be done, that, that's a choice you make. Simple as that. Uh, however, I want to uh, pass along another story, more evidence of white privilege to this, uh, this guy, Luis Carrasco. And by the way, Luis, I know you're listening because people have called you. I know it. this station, this show is very powerful here. I know people have called you, said Garrett Lewis is talking about you. He's tearing you a new one. He's exposing that you're just a flat-out dope and a racist, but that's okay. You can call 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have another example of white privilege. It's not going away. Campus reform story. You ready for this? The University of Toledo offers all incoming minority students a chance to apply for a six-week academic prep program spending up to 200 grand to provide enhanced instruction in math, English, and social science. Minority students. Why are minority? Why is it not for everybody? Only minority students can get a six-week academic prep program with enhanced instruction in math, English, and social science? Only minority students. A school spokesperson said the Summer Bridge program is open to all students, but it's run by the Multicultural Emerging Scholars Program, which is designed to give preference to historically underrepresented students. So there you go. There's another piece of evidence. There you go, Luis, of white privilege. White privilege. Uh Uh-huh. It's awesome, right? So white people, they don't qualify for this. Minority privilege. Can we start with that? Can we start saying minority privilege? Freaking kidding me. I mean, this is... Yep. Just throwing that out there. Um, so that's cool. Uh, 9.15 now on KNST AM790. It's, it's, it's almost... It's shockingly dumb. Isn't it? Isn't it shockingly dumb? Speaking of shockingly dumb, let's play the Rosie sound bites again. Nothing seems to shock me anymore. After working on this show? After, I know. I know. After you exposed me to all... I mean, I knew there were dummies and all these things uh-huh. out there. Uh-huh. But they're in, like, very affluent, influential uh, positions. You know, they write for papers. They're on the television. They're everywhere. And I, I never stopped to take notice, which is probably why I never really cared. But yeah. now, I mean... You, just, you notice it everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It's, it's everywhere, man. I'm telling And we talk about it, and it's, you know, we'll survive. It'll be okay. It's all there, and... But that's why college and universities, academia, it's, it's a joke. It's why we, the, the video that we played in the last hour of those Columbia University students that say academia should choose what is okay to say and not okay to say when it comes to your First Amendment. I, they set the ground rules? Like, how is that even okay to even consider? Because it's just ignorant people. Ignorant people. Mm. Right? Nah. <clears throat> Where are we at? What are we doing? I don't, I don't. We're Rosie, here. Rosie, Rosie. Okay, we'll get to your calls in a minute. Let's do. Let's do. Let's start with the again the best one of the day. Thirty-one. Trump election derangement syndrome in full effect. If you missed this, this is epic. It's on my page at knsd.com. I actually just posted it too on my Facebook page, facebook.com/slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, this is what the other side is pushing. She was on CNN and MSNBC. If you don't know, because uh, she was leading a group of people for twenty-two straight nights now. Singing Broadway show tunes outside of the White House, chanting outside of the White House, thinking that's going to have an impact on Trump and something. Right. That okay. You don't, don't worry about actually coming up with better. Like I don't know if you think the economy stinks so bad, even though it doesn't. What's your idea, right? What's your idea? But this this chick is is nuts. She's suffering from the Ted's, so she is invited uh, to speak 
on CNN and MSNBC because they like crazy. This is not going to help them. People are going to be like, am I really on her side? Do I really want to vote? Do I really want to, do I really want to agree with Rosie O'Donnell? Listen to what she said. Here we go. He's bad because he doesn't know how to inspire people or evoke that emotion in them of, of what about his rallies? knowing. And there, first of all, people are paid, Chris. You know that. People oh. were paid since he went down on the escalator. You know that. He pays people to show up at right, those but rallies. I don't that know that that's, but I don't know that that's why he gets tens of thousands at the rallies. Mm. I think he ca- captures a well, lot of emotion for people. He doesn't get tens of thousands. Yes, he when does. When did he get tens of thousands at a the last rally? Ra- Tell me when. Well, no, not if at, there's at, at, least at 10, the Tampa. Seats. I think they only had 9,000 seats and there were people outside. But, Rosie, I've seen them. He gets big groups of people who come out. He, re- he gives themes that resonate, whether they're positive paid, or not, Chris? that's up to other people to decide. Maybe but some Chris, are, I don't are know, I can't, paid? I don't have the facts that his crowds are bought but you off, can I look don't have on, that. You can look at, well, you can look at all the requests for extras to come and cheer and with signs for him. You can find those tangible pieces of evidence. He, those are not real rallies. Those aren't real rallies. Does she know she lives on planet Earth? People are getting paid. Again, out of all the fake news stories that have come out about the White House and about Trump, don't you think this would have come out? He pays people to go to the rallies. Actually, it doesn't cost people to go to the rallies. They don't get paid. It's actually free entertainment. They like Trump, and he's entertaining as hell. He's funny. He's funny as hell. That's why Hillary drew like 200 people to rallies, 100 people to rallies. Trump's drawing 10,000, 20,000. It's not happening. Don't you love it? In, in the 57-second soundbite, she went from saying that he pays people. The CNN anchor, Chris Cuomo's like, fake news. I don't know if that's happening. When CNN says fake news, you know it's bad. <laughs> right? They're calling you out for fake. And then she's like, but but he is, right? So she says he is, and then questions herself. But but he is, right? And then claims there's tangible evidence of this. Yet, I mean, if she has seen it, why hasn't she produced it? Why doesn't she sing it, Right? Such a dingbat. That's just the first one. We have more coming up. We'll get your reaction. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Wait till you hear what she says. I mean, again, not, I don't want to make you go. Don't go away. You want to hear, but nothing tops that. Like, that's probably the greatest thing I've heard uh, a, a Ted sufferer say. That's new. Why? Because it's new, right? You always hear he's racist, he's this, he's sexist, he's this, he's blah, blah. This is new. I like that. I like that a lot. We'll continue. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. 926, Garrett Lewis with you right here. On KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Posted the Rosie stuff. People are comments are. Uh, this is actually funnier. What Rosie said is actually funnier than her comedy, which I think is actually it's true. It's true. By the way, uh, tomorrow morning, uh, this is going to be very interesting. Uh, a lot of elections going on, right? In Oro Valley, you have uh, Satish, the crooked mayor, and his whole crooked council. Satish, uh, lower math. So you have the the you know the whole crooked council, everything there. Uh, you have a guy running for mayor and three council people to replace the other three council people that are uh, replace the three council people that are that are uh, up for re-election. One of the one of the people that wants to be elected of the new group named Melanie Barrett. She's a uh, young mother up in Oro Valley. She's a lawyer. She actually has worked 
Um, she has actually worked uh, for Oro Valley planning and zoning and has intimate knowledge of the shenanigans that have taken place under the Satish Lower Math reign. Okay. She's running for city for town council up there in Oro Valley. She's going to be on the, on the phone with me at seven ten tomorrow morning to paint the picture at the shenanigans that have happened, how this guy just is drunk with power and likes to do whatever the hell he wants, which is why Satish Lower Math needs to be replaced. And the rest of the clowns on the council up in Oro Valley. That's tomorrow morning at 710. That's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, I got to find out more information. There's apparently something going on with school starting Amphi. I saw a Facebook page about they're trying to have teachers do stuff for Invest for Ed. Anyway, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, I got to get some more. I'm just leave it at that. If you know anything, you can send me info. I'm getting info from people, but we'll get to that. All right, really quick, I want to play uh, some more Rosie because Rosie's out of her mind. Um, let's play 32. She talks about Trump this time. That was on CNN. This is on MSNBC. Listen to this. This is Rosie. O'Donnell, uh, here we go. He's a horrible, horrible human with no soul, and he mm. has a very serious mental disorder. There are so many psychiatrists who are trying to get out the duty to warn. They wrote a book. This guy is in no means mentally stable enough to run this country, and he should be impeached, and every congressman who hasn't filed those articles should lose their job. Uh, okay, based on no diagnosis, he's nuts, he's not fit, he should be impeached just because she thinks he is um. Um, <clears throat> unfit because he made fun of her. Again, everything he's doing seems to be working. Like, I wish one of these, you know, the MSNBC guy, I don't even know who the hell this guy is on MSNBC. He said he's a lawyer. He's the anchor. Or the CNN guy, Cuomo, you know, say, what is he doing wrong since the economy is ro-? They can't give him any credit, though. Since the economy is roaring. Black unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, historic low. Women working, 65-year low in unemployment. He got his tax cuts. He, things seem to be going well for him. What exactly is dangerous? He's tough on Russia. You might not think so. You think they're chanting Putin's puppet. He is getting NATO to up their military, to bolster their defense, to ward off Russia, to ward off Putin. They don't. It's like they just don't understand this stuff. They just don't get it. And apparently because... She just doesn't like him. He should be impeached because she doesn't understand it's high crimes and misdemeanors. I got another great question. What do you think actually is the reason people are impeached? The president is impeached. What, what is the reason? What is the what can be the cause? She wouldn't know that. She's nuts. All right. Then this is the, this is great. Okay. Violence is happening all over the place. Right. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, Providence, uh, Portland and Berkeley. You had these Antifa nuts, the resistance people. They hate Trump. Anybody that likes Trump. If you say anything, they will shout you down. They'll punch you. They get violent. This is happening. Yesterday, Candace Owens eating breakfast with Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA. They get harassed and bombarded by a group of people from Antifa uh, on the streets of Philadelphia and in a restaurant. Yet Rosie apparently claims Trump is the one that's going to cause violence. Listen to this. Here we go. 
If you mention the rallies, I think we've seen uh, terrible acts of hate and bigotry and violence even at these rallies. I think there also uh, are plenty of people who go to them who are interested in Trump or conservative and are not racist. I want to play for you something, though, that we did see that's alarmed a lot of people, including the United Nations, as you know, uh, which is something that we're more accustomed to seeing in other countries, which is the head of the government um, trying to rile up people against the free press, which is our First Amendment. Take a look, of course, uh, at this. They can make anything bad because they are the fake, fake, disgusting news. And even these people back here, these horrible, horrendous people. Okay. Do you have a concern? You know, when someone dies, maybe he'll shut up. All of a sudden, we're going to kill somebody because Trump says they're terrible. We know they're terrible. Why would we kill them? So agreeing somebody's terrible, they do a bad job, makes us want to kill them. Uh, yet again, no, they never brought up the baseball field shooting. Members of Congress last year playing baseball. Targeted by a Bernie supporter. No, never bring that up. Never, never, never. We'll have more coming up, including uh, as long as you pass Ryan's muster. Uh, your reaction plus where uh, illegal aliens are self-deporting. Why? <laughs> that is awesome. However, it's really hot outside. And when your vehicle sits... On the pavement, black pavement, right? The sun beats down on it. You get in there, it's hot, it's muggy because the rain, all this stuff, the monsoon, and you want ice cold air to give you relief. And when you turn on your car, it's not ice cold, it's kind of warm. Take your vehicle to Amco. Amco Total Car Care, offering a very special air conditioning service offer. Amco Total Car Care will evacuate and then recharge your air conditioner in your vehicle. Add up to 12 ounces of Freon, all this for just $49.95. Offers good for most cars. And the Amco techs will inspect your cooling system to make sure everything is working properly. All that for $49.95. And don't think, well, that's the thing. They're getting there tell me something's wrong. You know many listeners we've had call us during the breaks, talk to Ryan, say, tell Garrett he's right. I took my vehicle in there, said, I think the AC's messed up. They, they tried it. They said, it's ice cold. We inspected it. You're good to go. Have a nice day. What do I owe you? Nothing. Have a nice day. Amco, there are two locations, INN, Thornydale, Golf Links, and Kolb, both owned by the same great Tucson family. Bring your vehicle to any of those Amcos. Find the closest one to you by calling 800-GO-AMCO or go to amcotucson.com. Double A, MCO. What's happening? 9.42. Happy Tuesday. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Number one. uh, The Trumpster has... uh, Signed an executive order putting sanctions on Iran that he says, I mean, they are the real deal, the most biting sanctions ever. It's not only going to go after Iran, uh, anybody that does business with Iran will not do business with America. Pretty freaking sweet. Pretty choose. Do business with a state sponsor of terror or do business with us. And by the way, we make oil too. We, yes, yes, we do. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, city, city, uh, city councilman for Tucson, Paul, uh, what's it, Durham. Paul Durham, he wants to raise the age of buying tobacco, e-cigs, you name it, 18 to 21. He has really no clue about how he's going to get money to pay for the enforcement, and he claims that this is going to make kids stop smoking, even though 14 and 15-year-olds currently get them. So if 14 and 15-year-olds can somehow get their hands on cigarettes when the age to buy them is 18, what difference does it make if it's age 21, right? But it feels good. Third thing that I think you need to know Special election tonight in Ohio. We're all today, all day today in Ohio. 
The media is saying that if Republicans don't win, it's a Republican stronghold. It's neck and neck. This is a bellwether that Trump and the Republicans will lose in November. It's funny how like one area will then be the predictor for everybody else. Remember, same people, same media that said Trump will get smoked by Hillary. Just telling you three things I think you need to know. Um, You know, we got to play in a little bit before the show ends. Those sound bites again. From from Paul Durham. That's the guy's name, right? Paul Durham, the Tucson City Councilman. There's a Paul Cunningham and there's a Paul Durham. Okay? Just simple as that. Now, uh, I saw this Washington Post. Right? They had a new they had a story. Uh, illegal aliens are self-deporting to Canada. Well, Justin Trudeau is big welcoming arms, right? Big big feminine welcoming arms. No? Is that bad? Are they feminine? Everything else about him is. He may lift weights. You women, never know. Women lift weights. Well, if you're going to give somebody a big, lighter weights, you don't want you don't want them to escape, so you want strong arms. You no, he wants them, them to welcome them. Oh, welcome them. Doesn't want to let them go. It's. It says here, at Washington Post, an illegal alien single mom, from, I don't. Eritrea, E R I T R E A. I is that me- I, where where is that? Is that Mexico somewhere? I don't I don't know what that is. Can you Google that. What is it again? I Eritrea, E R I T R E A. Anyway, so she's a single mom. Oh, it's a country in East Africa. Remember when Trump says we're not getting their best and brightest? You know the the other side calls him racist for some reason. How is that rate? It's true. So she is a single mom with two U.S. born anchor babies. She was living in Las Vegas. She decided, I'm out of here, went to Canada. Canada, as open and welcoming as they are under Justin Trudeau, denied her asylum. So she told the Washington Post, so now I am here just hoping it gets better as she was pushing her stroller, trying to manage her toddler, and she was pushing it toward Canada. Another illegal alien from Sri Lanka living here illegally in America since 2005, said he fled from Maryland to Canada after he heard ICE was doing more to combat U.S. businesses hiring illegal aliens over American citizens. See, it's working! That's just mean, Garrett. Why is it mean? It's mean that Americans can't get jobs and get undercut and wages have stayed stagnant for 20 years because illegals are coming here willing to work for pennies on the dollar. That's mean. Washington Post reported this guy, the, the person, the last name, Madaraj, 51 years old, by the way. Best and brightest, right? Uh, tried to flee, decided to try to flee Maryland for Canada after he heard about all this ICE raiding, right? And all this auditing that Maryland convenience stores searching for undocumented employees. Quote, Donald Trump's administration has pushed me here. Meaning upstate New York. Near the Canadian border. He was in Plattsburgh, New York. I've been to Plattsburgh. Sounds exciting. They have a phenomenal, at least they did back in my day, a Division Three hockey team. Could have rivaled Division One players. We played them when I was 16, I think. And I got manhandled. because you, you Shut up. Anyway. I'm sure you enjoyed it. Oh, you're the worst. So anyway, he's up in Plattsburgh near the Canadian border. He got there with two sets of clothes and 300 bucks. It's kind of like me. I showed up with a suitcase and 500 bucks in Arizona. Uh, Anyway, 
All immigrants are under threat. If I got deported, it would kill me, he said. You came here illegally. You were here illegally since 2005. So apparently they are self-deporting to Canada because of Trump. I just... That's great. It's about time. You know? You, you, I don't... Well, first off, I'm not a jerk, but maybe people are deterred. Now, not everybody's deterred by law, right? Some people still kill people, even though they know law, you know, the, the law says you'll go to jail for a long time, maybe be put to death, whatever. You steal something, you can go to jail. Some people are deterred by that. Some people don't care. But laws are there to let you know if you do something bad, there's consequences. Nobody can't, nobody complains that if somebody is, uh, you know, steals a car, they go to prison, you, uh, they deserve it. They carjack somebody, deserve it. You assault somebody, you deserve it. You come here illegally, let him stay. <clears throat> Give me a break. Give me a break. 880-KNST, 880. I know the phones are jammed, and I really haven't taken a lot of calls today, but we'll see, right? We'll see. Um, <clears throat> one more real quick, side note. You hear about Dak Prescott? Now, as a as a human being, there's really no reason to actually like the Dallas Cowboys. Right? No reason. Right? What? Some, what, what is going on now? <clears throat> what were they saying? He was just saying that the... Uh, I see the a caller... You're right on the screen. Hang on. I'll get back to Dak, Dak Prescott and say, a caller from Plattsburgh? Said that uh, their hockey team would regularly beat the uh, Islanders in a scrimmage game. So that person obviously is a terrorist... And full of crap. <laughs> Should I trace the call? It would end up in uh, Libya somewhere. Anyway, <clears throat> um, Dak Prescott. Can we play Dak Prescott for me? Quarterback of the Cowboys. Again, like I said, if you're like a human being, it's obvious you're not supposed to like the Dallas Cowboys. So Dak Prescott apparently caused some I can't some like waves. the Rangers. I can't like the, the, the no. Cowboys. What else can I it's like? It's not that you can't like. Are you, you my must, daddy? You must, you must hate the Being Rangers. Paul Durham? Or uh, what's his name? Paul Durham? Tell me what to do. Yeah, Boulder. Dak, Dak Prescott is getting a lot of grief for saying this. He won't. He won't take a knee to protest. Listen to this. I never protest. I never protest during the anthem, and I don't think that's the time or the venue to do so. Uh, the game of football has always brought me such a peace, and I think it does the same for a lot of people. A lot of people playing the game. A lot of people watching the game. A lot of people that have any impact of the game. So when you bring such a controversy uh, to to the stadium, to the field, to the game. Uh, it takes away. It takes away from that. It takes away from the joy and to the, the love that football brings a lot of people. I'm up for taking a next step that whatever that step may be uh, for action and not just kneeling. Now I got to like the Cowboys or at least Dak Prescott. I mean, Jerry Jones has said, get up. Don't take a knee. Oh, man. Ruining it. Dak Prescott said more. It's bigger than I think some of us think. It's just important for me to go out there, hand over my heart, represent our country and just be thankful and not take anything I've been given and my freedom for granted. And he said he would, again, never protest during the anthem. Right? Never do it. And he's refusing to back down from his comments. He's been, he's been attacked. Some guy named D.L. Hughley, who's a failed comic actor and failed CNN host, um, used the racial epithet of boy to attack Prescott for refusing to kneel against the country during the national anthem. Um, he keeps saying this over and over and over. He is not backing up. He's getting, uh, he's getting grief, man. Uh, it's, it's there. 
Oakland Raiders linebacker Tahir Whitehead accused Dak Prescott of supporting Cowboy, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones' anthem stance to keep his endorsement contracts. Um, he, he's been called terrible names by players, by other people. First Amendment, right? Wouldn't that be hurting his feelings, according to those Columbia students? I don't know if we have time to play the Paul Durham stuff. We'll see. It's on my page at KNST.com. I'll stick it on Facebook as well. Stay here. 952, it's KNST.